Welcome to a new episode of the Consistent Performance Podcast. Being successful as an agency owner or online entrepreneur is not just about accumulating more and more information, but it's about better implementation and execution. Because when you're able to be truly consistent with the right habits and actions, both in your business as well as your life in general, that's when the magic happens. That's why on this podcast, we give you the right strategies and frameworks for you to be able to achieve consistent energy and consistent performance so that you're able to grow your business the most efficient and effective way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. I'm your host, Killian Markert. Let's get started. Today, I have a very special guest on this episode. This guy is a client of mine, and this guy has absolutely been crushing it with his agency in the past few months, and also, of course, with his personal habits, work habits, and in area of his life. This guy is called Matt Panic, and he's the founder of Sales Genomics, a growth hacking agency for e-commerce stores and businesses. And we're going to talk a little bit about the last few months, the insights, the breakthroughs, and what Matt has, has achieved there. He has really crushed it in, in his agency. He has reduced his stress levels. He is now more consistent in most of his life areas. He's lost even three kilos in two months. He gets more stuff done and all of that while having more time, more energy, and also you know time for relationships, for friends, all the good stuff. And Matt, I know, also had some cool insights and some cool breakthroughs when it comes to how you as a business owner can achieve that for yourself. So I'm pumped for this episode. And first of all, Matt, awesome to have you on the show. Super cool to be here. Awesome, dude. So starting out, where did you find yourself a few months ago? And what would you say? What has changed in these past months? Right. So I think back in the time when you contacted me, I was you actually hit me at like a really interesting point because I kind of felt like I was in an you know, almost hitting the wall. Black Friday was coming. I remember it was November. I was already, you know, like stressed as hell, you know, not sleeping too well. Like uh, I was working, you know, starting from like 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m. nonstop pretty much. And even if I did finish earlier, I would be too exhausted to do anything of use, right? Like my definitely my social life has suffered as a result of, you know, COVID amongst other things. But, you know, like that definitely wasn't helping. But also, you know, my uh, because I was all the time spending on working, and even if I was done, I was I would be continuously thinking about work or getting anxious about what could go wrong in the business. Then my relationship was also taking a toll. Yeah, on top of that, you know, like because of all this kind of loop of tiredness and you know, like overworking and stress, I was basically neglecting all the other health habits, which only you know, kind of perpetuates the, the vicious cycle, right? And it's only getting worse. So yeah, like I've been struggling with being consistent when it comes to, you know, my diet and my exercise. And, you know, like I was very reactive in the way that I was managing my business as well. And also something that I noticed was that as a founder, you know, your company is pretty much, you know, the your company culture is the mirror image of you as a founder, right? So all the kind of bad habits that I've had were also, you know, like very visible in the way, in the problems that my business has been suffering from. So the reactivity, the kind of lack of planning, the, the you know, the, the kind of very kind of stressful environment, people overworking themselves, right? And like getting burned out as a result. It, that's that's a, such a good insight because that's something Sam Owen says a lot as well. It's this idea of that your personal problems or your personal areas reflect so much in your business. 
right? And that's something I see all the time, so many business owners. And we can dive into that, why that is and how you can improve that. And what would you say then when we started working together over these months, what were some things that really helped you? And then how did we get to really dialing all these things in that you now can say you achieved all of these milestones that I said at the beginning of the, of the call? Right. So I think like the, from the very get go, like the first thing that was really transformative for me is really diving deep into, into my character and, you know, like, and how different things that I've experienced in the past have kind of influenced who I am. And also when I was, when I started analyzing my character and I kind of realized through your materials how the character is something that can be malleable, that you can, you know, like create yourself at will. And as a result, solve your problems through a personal transformation, right? A little bit. So that was kind of, that was very, very new to me. And I kind of like a breakthrough because, you know, it kind of sounded to me before like some woohoo magic, you know, your kind of affirmations, you know, like saying that you're beautiful to the mirror and stuff like this, which by the way, is not, is not how it works and it's not true. So yeah, like all of that was really cool. And then I started basically understood that, you know, habits is essentially who you are, right? So what do you do repetitively is effectively who you are, right? Whether it is, you know, through kind of physical actions or the thoughts that you're, that you're repeating to yourself on an ongoing basis, right? So, and so then I realized that I need to, in order to change my current situation, I need to change my habits, right? And I've always been struggling with consistency. You know, I really kind of rebelled against routines that I, that I've been uh, putting on myself, right? Whether it is an exercise routine or something I promised myself I would do in my business. Like this uh, has always been a challenge. I've been, you know, more or less consistent, but every now and then I would just relapse into this kind of complete chaos. And so, so what I've got also from your materials was the very kind of simple process for tracking your habits on a daily basis. And as a result, like, you know, came the awareness of the things that I'm actually doing and the things that I'm not doing, which, you know, previously I would just be able to lie to myself and pretend like I'm, yeah, you know, my exercise goal or my calorie goal is this. And, you know, like I'm not getting results, even though I'm sticking to my goals, but in reality, I've, I've never been sticking to my goals. And only I was only able to realize that once I started to, you know, put down on paper, what habits I've been following on a daily basis. So that was, uh, I guess, the second most transformative thing for me. Yeah, man, that's awesome to summarize that. So it's basically number one, your character is malleable. So it can be transformed, you can step into a higher version of yourself and then have this kind of new identity, this new self-image, the new way how you see yourself and how you behave in the world. And then number two is that habits are the process to make that transformation, right? It's, of course, a mind shift process. It's like, you know, awareness about your, your beliefs and about your upbringing and all these things. But it's also, of course, choosing the habits and then choosing what kind of character you want to be every day. And after that, you're putting in the reps and you're believing more and more that you're becoming this kind of person. So it's habits to make who you are. And this is a powerful thing. And why do you think so many people still struggle with these things, with consistency? What, what is the thing that's lacking for people? Is it is a combination of all those things? Is it a combination of, you know, the mindset, the habits, the tracking, the accountability? What would you say? What's it, what is it for most people? Yeah, I guess it depends on the person and, and your character and you kind of need to, you know, like start this process of self-discovery. You know, what's working for you? What are the kind of 
sub-badging patterns that you have and then design a process that is going to be appropriate for you, right? And like for most people, you know, like taking care of the basics, you know, being more consistent is significantly more difficult if your sleep is messed up, right? For right. sure, because your willpower suffers and, you know, like you won't have this willpower necessary to break through the this initial phase of habit building until it becomes automatic, right? Yeah, like taking care of your diets, you know, boosting your free your will with exercise as well. And that's, you know, that just goes beyond being healthy, but also, you know, that it's energy boost that you need as a business owner. If you get started the day with an exercise, it's always a day that's better. And and what would you say as a kind of a lesson or a gold nugget or a learning you can give away for people watching right now? What was the most helpful or a thing you realized while implementing better routines for your sleep, for your evening routines, for your morning routines, for your for your nutrition, for exercise, anything really, right? What were some good learnings there for you? Hmm. I guess that the why matters, that it's very difficult to implement a habit that you only kind of want to do. And if you haven't kind of really pinpointed the, your why, if that why is not strong enough, if you haven't built the foundation to really connect, you know, what you, this habit and this goal of mastering this habit to some aspiration, uh, to some greater aspiration in life that you have, it's going to be very difficult for you to achieve it, right? You got to have this intrinsic motivation. So the cool thing that I've learned from you as well was to write down this kind of implementation intention for the habits or, you know, like if not to write it down is to, or to even just, just think about this very deeply because mm. that that's the first thing, right? So thinking about if I want to start exercising, why, why is this really, right? Is it just because, you know, like I want to impress other people or is it because I want to, or is it because, you know, like that's just the way I believe a life should be lived, right? Taking care of your body, whatever this is for you, like it better be intrinsic, of course, but you need to have some kind of very strong why before you even start implementing this thing. So that's a small nugget. Another thing that, you know, if I can share that is the, you know, like this daily tracking. So this daily dashboard that you've introduced me to has been an absolutely amazing thing. I didn't know like that with a simple tool like this, you can achieve so much. Like my life literally has changed with <laughs> just this one simple Google sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been many years, man, in the making to refine it and adapt it. So it's a lot of reviewing. I use that thing myself. So super happy you can use that, man. And it helps you. So yeah, man. And this is super helpful, I think, for other people that once you know the why, this is what we talked about then in line with that identity first, right? You really get clear what do you really want out of life. And then you see that how you've been living so far was not in line with that. And this is first awareness and then taking the step towards improving that. So that's like, that's super important. And I, I'm glad that that was a valuable lesson for you. And then when going about designing new habits, right? Implementing better habits and making sure you actually stick to them. You said one thing is what we call implementation intentions. Another thing is tracking it. And the other thing is environment, right? And environment is a thing that's like, of course, where you exercise, where you do your habits, how your office looks like, all these things. But it's also people that you surround yourself with, right? How did you adapt those things to make sure that you had success with your habits? 
Right. I mean, I've known for a while now that if I, let's say, if I want to stick to a healthy diet, I just need to throw out all the food into all the unhealthy food into the bin. And that's it. You know, basically, like, do not leave yourself some backdoors, right? If you want to just commit to it, right? If you want to implement healthier diet, throw out all the junk food, right? If you want to quit cigarettes, just throw them all out into the bin right away, right? Like no kind of shortcuts. If you will, that's at least what it was for me when it comes to the environment. But yeah, like when it comes to other people not interfering with your habits, you know, like where you live is definitely super important. For me, it was actually quite easy. You know, like it was COVID time. I wasn't meeting up with that many people. So this was surprisingly easy to implement new habits because there were fewer distractions, right? We'll see how consistent I will be when summertime comes and hopefully restrictions get lifted. But yeah, like that's like, if you're not creating your environment and yourself, then, you know, like your environment creates you, right? So yeah. you got to be in the driving wheel, in the driving seat and, uh, and just, you know, take those conscious steps to control your environment, to work in your favor. And that's really cool that you mentioned people as well. And I always uh, encourage people, for example, if, if they have a girlfriend or someone they live with, that they get those people on board as well, right? If, if for example, you want to improve your diet and then your partner just buys like junk food or it's like the diet is the worst, it's super difficult, right? So it's the same thing. If you have someone simply in your flat who also reads or who also like does exercise in the morning as a nice routine, it's so much easier for you to stick to those good habits as well. So the biggest tip of advice I can give you if you're watching right here, if you have someone, get those people on board and don't just tell them like, yeah, you have to do it like this and that. No, like sit down together and come up with a plan. And that's something I think you also did a lot with people in your agency, actually, that you say, hey, if you have people actually come up with their own ideas and their own solutions for things, they feel kind of part of the solution. You know, they have kind of skin in the game. And this is like a super powerful tool which I also then got the reminder again from you too. That makes actually sense, right? It's not only in, it's also in business and it's in any kind of team. So is that something you use more often now or how do you do that in your agency? Yeah, definitely. That's actually a, an interesting topic. So, you know, I used to think that management is about me working out the process and telling other people, this is the new process, let's just follow it, right? Which, you know, obviously uh, was met with a lot of resistance from the managers that I work with, right? While, you know, there's an infinitely better way, you know, to bring people the problems and, you know, like brainstorm solutions with them, right? Make them come up with the solutions and uh, and actually involve them in the feedback process, right? Tell them, you know, this is a solution, it's not final. It's something that I want to discuss with you. Everybody has time to provide feedback, even if they don't, you know, like there, there's a rule and or there should be a rule in a company that, you know, we disagree, but commit, right? So if, you know, like after a certain process of, you know, if everybody had had a chance to provide feedback and to voice their own opinion, um, they have to and, you know, like and they didn't use that right then, uh, you know, the the rule should be that they commit to, to following the process nevertheless, because that's the only way to work as a, together as a team, right? Consensus is, uh, is never going to be 100% possible. So, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, like everyone just has to have this shared vision of, you know, we're together in this as a family and, uh, you know, we, we just got to make it work. If yeah. um, the majority was okay with this, then I'm also going to be okay with this. 
and otherwise you would only be micromanaging all day right which is also not the the goal of of what yeah. you want to achieve right not sustainable so, especially if you want to let go of control and be yeah less dependent on or your business to be less dependent on you yeah that's actually some that brings me to a topic that i find very fascinating and that's the topic that actually a lot of people they have this controller in them where it just overcomes them and they feel like oh i can't let go i need to control this and micromanage this and this brings us actually to a fascinating topic which is the topic of positive intelligence and this is something which you Matt, have actually also you've came across this and it reminded me of very similar concepts it's actually something very similar to a lot of what Eckhart Tolle and a lot of people in the mindfulness community talk about. It's very similar to other positive psychology frameworks, but it does so in a very easy to understand and very hands-on way. And the idea is the following, that basically people have inner saboteurs, which is kind of the voice in their head. And they this kind of saboteurs take different characters like the controller, right? Or basically also like the, you know, the hyperachiever and so forth. And they basically sabotage you and you're not acting out of your fullest potential. And this, I think, has been a game changer. I've read the book myself. It's The book is also a book called Positive Intelligence. And I think it's super relevant for everybody listening because you can use that quiet, this inner chatter, and really step into a more wise version of yourself and realize your full potential. Matt, if you want to share, how have you come across this and how has that been impacting your uh, life so far? Yeah, so actually my friend discovered it and he, all of a sudden my friend sends me this random test and he tells me just do this test and I take this test and I have no idea what that's about. The test is called identify your inner saboteurs and it turned out, you know, I, I kind of just uh, you know took the test and uh, got a result. I read through what, and uh, yeah, what the materials have all described kind of different patterns of sabotaging behavior that apparently I've identified. And of course, as you can imagine with those tests, like all of those have been absolutely spot on. So that was pretty interesting, but, uh, you know, it was more like of a real quick discovery about myself and I didn't pay too much thought to that. But then I started receiving emails from the guy, which is, by the way, a perfect email autoresponder. And I started receiving the emails and the emails were just pure gold. So the website is called uh, Positive Intelligence and there's a test on that website called Your Saboteur's Test, whatever. Yeah, the the, the, the owner is called Shirzad something. I can't remember, but then I saw his uh, TED talk. I was absolutely amazed. And generally the framework that the guy has is essentially there are kind of three or four, four components to this whole framework. So first of all, um, that everyone has those kind of patterns of sabotaging behaviors called saboteurs, right? On the other hand, your real self, so there's kind of a distinction between, you know, the negative patterns and your real self. Your real self has powers that you can use to contract those saboteurs, right? And the magic happens when you essentially, you know, when you uh, kind of train your muscle of uh, self-awareness and mindfulness and you kind of notice the thoughts that you're having throughout the day and label them, kind of put them into different buckets depend, depending on your saboteurs, right? So let's say one of the saboteurs, as you mentioned, is the controller. So this is, you know, like all the pattern, all the kind of thoughts and actions related to kind of not being able to let go and forcing your way onto other people, even if the things that, you know, need to be done are really small and really maybe not, do not matter that much, right? So then if you experience those kind of thoughts throughout the day, you basically notice the thoughts, you label it as, okay, this is representative of this pattern of behavior. And then you remind yourself of an alternative, right? 
which could be, for example, the empathy power, right? So instead of thinking your hate, like this person doesn't know what they're doing, right? You say, okay, like this person had different information that I do, right? Like, and therefore made a decision like this, right? So you're starting from the empathy and then you're kind of trying to get curious and really understand what the problem is underlying the actions of the other person, or maybe, you know, your intervention was not necessarily in the first place. So this effectively frees the process, noticing, labeling, and replacing with a, with a separate, with a more kind of adjustive and uh, adoptive pattern is what will ultimately make you have more of the positive thoughts and fewer of the negative ones. And uh, as a result, increase your positive intelligence score, right? That's a pretty powerful concept. Also, you know, it's very tightly connected with mindfulness, right? Because the first step is the awareness. And, you know, the better you get at catching your, your mind and kind of pausing for a while, the better, the more control you will have over this process of labeling as well. Yeah. And what I really loved is that in the back of his book, he gave the reference to A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And I was reading the exact book at the same time. Again, I read it like, you know, like years ago, but I reread it uh, regularly because it's an awesome book. And he said in, in there, all my thanks goes to Eckhart Tolle for really showing me kind of the path kind of and giving him inspirations on, on these kind of things. And he really hats off to him how he packed that package that into the book and make it made it really accessible, really removed a little bit the, the spiritual veil, which is maybe not for everybody. And that was really cool. And one thing I really love is it's kind of a question that everybody can ask themselves once they have like a, a challenge in their life. And that's from the book. And he says, how can this crisis in the future turn out to be a gift or an opportunity. And he says, give me three scenarios how this can happen that in hindsight, this crisis turns out to be a gift or an opportunity. It's like, you can also say, why is this the best thing that ever happened to me, right? Different variations of that. And he does that a lot with people in, um, in companies that he coaches. And when they are really facing a crisis or a big challenge, this gets the brain going. And this is exactly what you said. It shifts you away from the survival brain of like, you know, uh, fear and anxiety more towards this, you know, this right brain, which is more of the innovation, creativity, empathy brain. And it isn't then in solution mode. And I think this is super powerful that whenever you have this challenge, ask yourself these questions, sit down, journal, label what, you know, what supporters are getting in the way. And uh, I think this is a super powerful exercise. And yeah, for everybody uh, listening, you guys can check out the website, Positive Intelligence. And if you guys are actually interested in having like a training or another separate live stream on this topic, drop that in the comments below and we can do something there as well. Awesome. Apart from that, man, like going forward, how do you think this will help you to stay consistent? And what are kind of the things you're going to implement or, or keep paying attention to going forward. So with everything you learned, you're going to stay consistent in the long run. Right. I mean, um, I noticed that every now and then you kind of forget why you've been doing things in the first place that, and you kind of stop doing things that made you successful. And then, mm -hmm. you know, like you kind of revert back to the pattern. So to me, it's, uh, it's about reminders, like reviewing those implementation intentions on a regular basis and kind of uh, reconnecting back to the desires that have been driving the, the need to, to implement the new habits. That, that for sure, that's, that's like the most important thing. 
other than that, you know, continuing with my planning, continuing with my with monitoring my habits and, you know, not putting too many habits on the plate at the same time, you know, like dropping monitoring on things that have already been automated or are not needed anymore. That's another thing. And also like what I recently started uh, to implement as well is uh, trying to make the habits a bit more interesting. So mm -hmm. implementing this, you know, 1% rule. So if I'm doing my exercise today, how can I make this a little bit better? during this training session so it also kind of keeps things interesting especially if you're you know doing some repetitive routines that's awesome and i call this kind of the concept that you have variety within consistency you can for example have an exercise habit but what you do then each day can be changed up right so that's another form you have variety but you still have consistency so that's super powerful i think it's it's super important in the long term as well yeah, man, I think what would you recommend now to, to close things up to someone, you know, either in a situation where they're really like struggling with that, or maybe they have been going well for some time with these things, you know, actually been in high performance for some time, but really cannot stick to that stuff, right? Having these ups and downs and, and really don't really, haven't really uh, fixed this for themselves. What would you suggest? What's the, what, what's what they should do going forward? Yeah, I would say follow Killian's materials. <laughs> Check out really like to be honest, I think that's like you've managed to distill pretty much like 90% of the of the stuff that I've read before and more and then like, you know, double that and triple that. So like, yeah, like to be honest, like I've read all the books like Deep Work before and like Power of Habit and things like that, but only when when you put it into like a coherent framework altogether, it started to make sense. And it's, uh, it's really like gave me the framework that I can use, not just to, you know, like implement stuff throughout the course, but actually that I can take with me throughout for the rest of my life. And whenever I have some new habit that I want to implement, like I feel like I have the, I feel empowered and I think I have all the tools to, you know, make uh, the behavior consistent. And even if I have challenges on the way, I've got a framework for analyzing what went wrong and how to implement new iterations so that over time, you know, after a few iterations, I can really stick to what I want to achieve. That sounds awesome, man. And I appreciate you saying that. And I want to ask you a final question, and that is, What's going to be up on your plate in the future? What are you, are you planning uh, both with the, the agency and in your personal life as well? And then you can also let us know where people can uh, figure out a little bit more about you when they, you know, maybe want to work together with your agency or just learn about what you're up to. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me on the on the business side, I'm working on, you know, like improving myself as a leader and, you know, instead of kind of working with my managers on those kind of tactical things instead to work on improving their mindset so that they can make better decisions independently because the the real goal is for this year is to finalize the, the management structure so that i can focus on our own e-commerce ventures instead of the agency so um yeah that's the plan for the for the professional for the personal i really want to kind of uh, zoom in on my fitness and i really hope that the gyms are gonna <laughs> get opened again because now it's a little bit more tricky for sure so yeah, like fitness is number one and uh, just to continue the exploration, like really as to, you know, what else is in there in my character that I can explore and how can I test kind of being a slightly different version of myself? Like what I really enjoyed from, and you introduced me to this concept is, you know, all those psychological tests that you do, let's say 16 personalities, 
all those, you know, like five traits, like extra, you know, being extroverted or things like that, those are also malleable, right? So you can kind of play around with that and try to try to essentially convert your character a little bit, uh, make it lean onto the onto the other direction, and and see, you know, how that's how that could help you in your business as well. So yeah, that kind of exploration, I I want to continue on in the future. That's awesome. I love it, man. And where can people figure out more about you? Where should they go if they want to connect with you or learn more what, about what you do? Yeah, sure. So um, hit me up on Facebook. I'm Matt Panek, or uh, you can check out our agency site, salesgenomics.co.uk. Or if you're in the e-com space, consider joining our Facebook group, e-commerce scaling strategies by salesgenomics. We share a lot of cool content over a thousand entrepreneurs scaling up. That's awesome. And you guys have an awesome YouTube channel as well. I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, let's check us out on YouTube too. That's going to be one of my, also another goal for 2021 to, to make the channel big. Yeah, love it, man. Dude, it's been a pleasure having you on the show and looking forward to seeing all the good stuff you're up to in the future. And yeah, man, thanks for being here. Cheers, it was a pleasure. Did you like this episode and want to learn more? Check out the show notes. In there, you'll find all the links and resources from this episode. But remember, only listening to the podcast will not change much unless you start implementing and executing on what you have learned consistently. Would you like to know if we might be able to help you take your performance to the next level? Then go to killianmarket.com and apply for your free consultation call. On this call, we'll help you come up with a performance game plan to level up your daily productivity and energy and grow your business the most efficient way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. Head over to killianmarket.com and apply for your call now.